Hello and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia. We are a post-nuclear podcast. I'm your host, Vince, and I'm also here with your tasty host, Declan. Hey, welcome to episode 23. We're here. And we're doing what we do. We're doing what we do, which is talk at you for an hour or so. Speaking of talking at somebody for an hour, how you doing, bud? I'm doing uh, a little bit stressed from being real. It's finals time, so like a lot of stuff going on, projects and all. Yeah? Then what happened? Yeah. Then what happened, uh, I didn't eat and mm. didn't sleep, too. <laughs> oh, God. What a healthy combination. Oh, of course. I mean, it'll all be over in like a few weeks, so. Yeah. And I'm excited to be home for the holidays. What's the first thing you're doing when you're getting back? Um, probably petting my dogs. Wrong. I'm teaching how to play Keyforge. You're right. I really want to play. <laughs> you're I right. spent I spent Saturday. Remember how I said I was only going to buy one pack? Yes. How many did you buy? I bought the starter kit and an extra pack. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be able to resist. I knew it. I spent Saturday from three in the afternoon till twelve at midnight playing Keyforge with special guest Kyle and Steven. And then Sunday, I went over Stephen's house at like two or three in the afternoon and played till about nine. Wow! Yeah, that, that much mileage out of a game? Out of three decks, yes. Okay, that makes sense then. We we also were trying to do like because it's a it's a one on one type of game. We tried doing like one on one on one. Oh, does it work functionally like that? <sighs> And you have to do, like, a little bit of, like, home rules and stuff? Yeah, there was kind of, like, this card affects the board, or this card just affects one person. But I got, like, a super disgusting combo. So it's kind of, oh, like, cool. magic in the sense of, like... Except for, you know how, like, with magic, at the end of your turn, everything heals? Um, depending on how things work, yeah. This one, it's, like, nothing heals. It's kind of like how Hearthstone, your your damage carries over. Yeah. And I had a card that was, like, heal everything on the board... Everything on the board takes one point of health, and then you gain an amber, which is the currency to forge a key. Oh, cool. And Steven had played a card that whenever his card got destroyed, he sent three damage to everything, and he had nothing but beefy monsters. I had at least four guys out. Steven had, like, six or seven, and Kyle had a decent number, and I wound up getting, like, 14 or 15, like, money to make keys. Holy crap, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's like six. Like, I've never played, but that's a big chunk. It's six money to make a key, so I I had two keys worth to make, two money's worth to make two keys. Or, mo- you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 Like, two shots at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let me ask you this. Shoot. You don't know how to play Keyforge, but do you know how to make Nuka-Cola clear? New- uh, I don't. Is there a recipe for that? Uh, in Fallout 3, there is. Oh, so, um, oh, is this what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. Oh, Why did you gotta come on, man? I was building up a thing, and you broke oh, the fourth. I'm, the fourth wall break is my thing, wall. dude. Come on. Sorry, hold on. Let me look at the camera and apologize. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so today I thought we'd switch it up a little bit, and we'd talk about a quest. Uh, we've never talked about a quest in depth, and this is a quest that was so well hidden in the game that I actually didn't do it till about three or four years ago. And when I was telling Declan about it, Declan had no clue this quest was even in the game. Yeah, I have no clue what we're about to talk about. That's why I didn't even get the segue. <laughs> this quest is called Just for the Taste of It, Me Secret Formula. Ooh. Uh, it's an unmarked quest available until you finish the Nuka-Cola challenge. Oh, so, so it goes away after that. Yeah. 
Okay. So okay. Up until then, if you the Nuka Cola challenge for those who do not know is Sarah Petrovita. She's the Nuka Cola fanatic, and she has the neighbor uh, who is just trying to smash. And you can either give her quantum's or give him quantum's, and he gives you caps, and she gives you caps, and at the end of it, spoiler alert, you get quantum. Nuka grenade, you get yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. during this quest line, she's like, "There's a Nuka Cola factory you can go to. You can do this and that, and if you do it during, if you go to the factory during this quest line, uh, you'll find on the second floor of the Nuka Cola plant there is the a body of a man named Winger Mercer. That sounds like it could be a reference to something. It sounds very like a like a name that could have happened. You'll see why in a minute. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 he has a note on him called Finding the Formula. And the note reads as such. The formula for clear Nuka-Cola is on the first floor of their DC plant. That's where they did all the R&D for it. Get the formula and meet us at the Red Rocket Tricycle Factory as we planned. Our buyer is promising lots of caps, so I want to see some hustle. This could take our gang to the big time. Sudden death overtime forever. Goalie Ledoux. Ledow. G-O-A-L-I-E, new word, L-E-D-O-U-X. I think Ledow. Ledow? Yeah. I, I don't know French. I know French toast. I don't know French. I know French fries. <laughs> uh, so, you find that note on Winger Mercer. If you head to the uh, R&D development section, you meet Milo, the shipping foreman, uh, you can speech check him into y- him giving you the code to a terminal, and he'll give you the keys to the research and development section. Now, if you get to the research development section, you'll find inside of a safe, it says the Nuka-Cola formula in the safe. Yeah. The secret formula. The one that you have to save. I believe you can sell uh-huh. it to Sarah Petrovita. I could be wrong. I th- Something like rings a bell about that, actually. Uh, you can go there, and on the same terminal that tells you like where the 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 formula would be, it also tells you where some Nuka Cola Quantum is. So there's some in like um, the Super Duper Mart where Moyer Brown sends you. Oh, so kind of like a like a treasure map for Quantum. Yes, there's it's, but it's like you'd have to write it down. It's not like saved in the, ah. in the thing, which I love. And uh, like Gravity Fa- Gravity Falls, Paradise Falls has some. Okay, so once you have once you have the formula, and once you're ready to leave, if you head over to the Red Racer Tricycle Facility, you'll get there and you'll meet Goalie Ledow. Ledow. And when you meet him, he says the name's Goalie Ledow. I'm the captain of Sudden Death Overtime, the last of the ice gangs. There was a time where every city had their own ice gang, and thousands would show up to watch them duke it out in giant arenas. I aim to bring those days back. So, he's a dude wearing, like, mercenary gear with a hockey mask on, right? Oh, so it's like... Yeah. I got His name's Goalie Ledeau, and then... That's so funny. Winner Mercer... Apparently in hockey, there's, I guess, a spot called winger because the yeah. there's I, – I don't know how many people are on a team, but he's outside the, the red racer with two other people, I believe. And they all have hockey masks on and they all are – everyone but goalie's name Ice is gangs. winger. Winger something. Winger something. Like That's so funny. Ice, that, I love yeah. that. That's that reminded me actually a lot of like where the baseball guy from four came in. 
Yeah. Remember he was like, oh, they get into a ring and they beat the shit out of each other with swatters. Like... Get your swatters, hell! So he'll say, do you still have the formula? And you can say, yeah, I do. And he'll give you uh, 250 caps. But if you're a fork-ton son of a bitch, you can get 400 for it. Did I say 250 the first time? Or did I say 400 both times? Afterwards, if you kill Lido, you can get his hockey mask and the formula back. Oh, so you can take that and bring it back to Sarah. You, yeah, you get like stupid caps. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I mean, you got to be a cold-hearted son of a bitch. Oh, but. yeah, but it's the wasteland. I don't think oh, you yeah, get negative or positive karma for killing him. I mean, he seems like he's kind of raider adjacent, so I probably wouldn't feel well, that. Well, he's in an ice gang. He's in the ice <laughs> gang. Uh, the, the the hockey mask that he drops is called Lido's hockey mask. It is the best, if not the best, it's one of the best pieces of headwear in the entire game. Really? I've had no clue. I've never, like, heard of that before. Yeah, it's it, that's how well hidden. There's a couple hidden quests within the game that don't have markers, like... Um, to find Herbert Daring Dashwood's cave. Oh, Rockopolis. Yeah, to find that is some sort of a hidden quest, but there's a bobblehead there. So, yeah. is it a hidden quest? Is it not? I'm pretty sure that's a hidden quest. I've done it because I really like that one, but... Me as well. The first time I found it was a complete accident. I was like, oh, hey, it's the place from the, sh- the radio show. You just see the, the um, the, like, party fucking banner or whatever it is. It's like lights and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the uh, the mask itself, like I said, is one of the best. It gives you a 25% more AP. That's really good. That's really, really good. The guy in the video who actually – I watched a video to kind of like go over this because I could read a quest, but it's so much easier for me to watch it. Oh, of course. And this is a quest that I've only done maybe once or twice because I didn't find out about it until a few years ago. Watching the video is a dude who I used to watch his YouTube videos all the time. And, like, he changed his YouTube name and, like, he puts up a bunch of other shit. And, like, he used to make Skyrim videos. And now it was just like, oh, wow, I found this person's video. So I spent hours upon hours watching to, like, how to make the best build. He had a build that was how I made all of my characters after I watched it. That was like, you want to take one of these three. And it's like he separated guns and like speech shit and then like lock picking and medical stuff and he was like you want to take from one of these three houses and then from there you can work like it was just really like like well structured and informative and stuff yeah and just like i was thinking about him a little while ago like his videos and i don't want to say his name because i'm afraid i'm gonna say it wrong okay but it's like orc something his name used to be like orca prola and now it's just like Orc Plays or Orc Productions. I don't remember the exact name. So I said it, whatever, fucking. Um, but if that dude hears this somehow, you are more than welcome on the show. Oh, absolutely. I just, just so I could sit there and talk to you for 45 minutes about how much I used to watch. Like, I, I don't even think there's voice at work or like a voiceover on like half of them. But, like, I remember going on there and being like, he's the video. You've seen his videos because it's the video I sent you when you first did the pit. And I said, here's all the ingots. <gasps> You're right. You've yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. So, like, it was weird for me to find it years after I had watched them. Also. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, uh, Diet Coke's advertising slogan for 1982 was just for the taste of it. Which is the name oh, of this quest. Oh, that's, nice, uh, that's a nice little homage. Yeah. So is there anything else you can do with that quest? or is, I mean, I wonder if you can actually give it back to Sarah. 
I think you can. Because it seems like it would really, like, make a lot of sense. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I don't I don't remember, to be completely honest with you. Uh, How do you start this quest? You, you, you just s- find that body in when the... When you leave the vault, you start it. It's just kind of like an always active thing. Yeah, but, like, what's the first, like, if our uh, viewers at home, uh, listeners at home, I should say, uh, would like to start this quest, where's the first step? Just go into that factory and find in the note? Uh, yeah. From the yes. way it's from the way I read the description of it, and I've never done this, but you can find Goli Lido outside the Red uh, Racer Tricycle Factory. Okay, so he would probably be like, "Hey, you want to get this for me?" Yeah, he might be like, "Don't go there. I got a guy there or some shit." And then you yeah. go there and you'd be like, "Oh, hello. I cool. got a question for you, my friend." For me? Yeah. Shoot. How much does a human life cost? <laughs> Excuse me. You heard me. Um, there's different ways of looking at this, and I've thought about it. Okay. Uh, you can base it solely on the amount that your body is worth on the black market for parts. Mm-hmm. Or you can base it off of, uh, that person's usefulness in terms of skills while alive. Okay. And, uh, I don't know which is the correct way. Because, like, certain parts are really expensive on the black market. Like, like? Uh, like a, a good old kidney, like one that you didn't, like, that person didn't drink or nothing, that's a solid kidney. How much does that go for? I have no idea. I don't shop on the black market. All right, I thought I had you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought I got you. <laughs> yeah, you can't sting up me this time. Fuck. All right, everybody, that's the episode for today. All right, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's uh, up? What's new? What do you want to talk about? Um, I want to I throw you know. a curveball as soon as we started. Okay. Um... I kind of want to talk about Smash. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Because it's so fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. Let's hear it. Tell me. So I got my introduction to... Here's my Smash story. Uh, I got my introduction to to Smash Bros. when I played Melee with my friend Hunter. uh, And we'd play all the time on the GameCube. And that was so fun, but I was so bad at the time because we were really young. Uh, Fast forward, Wii comes out. Brawl comes out, and I sink a shit ton of hours into Brawl. Really? Yeah, like, it was just so goddamn fun, and, like, it was at the time where, like, everyone had a Wii, so everyone kind of knew all these characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we, I'd always play that, and then that ha- introduced the Subspace Emissary, uh, which is, like, an adventure mode, story mode, mm-hmm. and that was such a good story, and it was so, like, well done, and it was incredibly fun. So, Wii U comes out, 3DS comes out, Smash 4 comes out. Uh, Smash 4 didn't have a really cool Subspace Emissary story mode, so I largely forgot about it. I also didn't own a Wii U because Nintendo didn't brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like one of 19 people who had one. Yeah, I had it on the uh, 3DS, but my battery was kind of shot, so like it wasn't really worth it. I thought the 3DS port was fucking garbage. Yeah. It wasn't that great of a port. It had a couple really good stages. Like, Spirit Train was really fun. I guess. Is is the new Smash on the 3DS? No, it's a Switch only. Good. It's the way it should be. It's the way the good lord intended. Absolutely. So, (laughs) barely played Smash 4. Fast forward, Switch comes out. Smash Ultimate comes out. And it is so goddamn fun. Really? Uh, it has an amazing story mode called World of Light. 
Ooh. And it's so fucking cool. If you saw, did you see the trailer? No, I don't watch trailers. I try okay. not to watch trailers. Well, um, if you watch the trailer, it kind of like shows you like the premise of it. Mm-hmm. That like all the worlds like collide because of this like apocalyptic event. Okay. And uh, all the all the fighters are killed off except for one who has to go and save everyone. And that one is Kirby, because what? Uh, yeah, because Sakurai made it. Because Sakurai made it. Wow. <laughs> Which it's a really good throwback. But like you go through this story mode and you can uh, fight to release the spirits of these fallen uh, fallen characters. And it's so fucking fun because the battles are great because there's more battles than there are characters and you can unlock like side characters that give you modifiers. Okay. So like, for example, uh, like roll from like Mega Man. Oh shit. Mega Uh, Man's in it. I forgot. Yeah. Mega Man's in it. Uh, Mega Man, Mega Man. So maybe if I, if I fight the spirit of roll, it would be like a spirit of roll. Yeah. So it'd be like, say a Mega Man, but dyed pink. And it'll have, like, a, a plus oh, to jump. I see. Yeah, and there's, like, uh, there's one where you fight, like, uh, um, who's another one that's, like, I'm trying to think. Like, there's so fucking many. I, there's one where it's Eevee, where it's just a bunch of Pikachus that have, uh, that are, like, the brown, um, like, tint. You know how you can, like, tint all the characters? They have brown? They have brown. Yes. Um... Or there's one that it was Bokoblins, and it was just a bunch of mini King K rules. Wait, there's all what? of them that are dyed uh, orange. Bokoblins? Yeah, from uh, from uh, the New Zelda. Yeah. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm a little tired right now. Uh, I, I feel that. And you were like, "Oh yeah, there's Bokoblins," and for some reason, my mind went Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's cool because uh, they mimic the fight based on who the the spirit is. So, like, okay. having mini King K rules that are dyed orange to look like Bokoblins, and it was, like, really fucking cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah, and uh, when you uh, beat the battle, you get that spirit, and it lets you, like, you could tack that on your character build to make, like, a modifier. Like, I defeated uh, Dr. Wily, uh, and that gave me, like, a uh, electric immunity from, like, electric attacks. Cool. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really well done. Neat. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. I like, I've been having so much fun with it. Um, but it's also been killing me because I've been working on my projects and I just want to sit down and play Smash for hours. I feel it. So I'm just like, I can't wait to finally have a break. Once I get my, like, I have like two more projects to get in and then I have like three free days until my last final. So those three free days are going to be like sleeping and Smash. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm like so like jazzed. Cool. I'm happy somebody's loving it because I I play Smash and I get nothing out of it. Really? I really don't. Like I I feel like I'm missing out on like a joke. I just um maybe try it when uh when I'm home because no, the story is really to. really cool. Yeah, I mean, and I have GameCube controllers, so it's the way it's meant to be played. Wait, how does it hook up with GameCube controllers? There's an uh an adapter. Really? Yeah, we play with GameCube controllers and Pro controllers here at school. No shit. Oh, and for anyone that's a Switch user, Pro Controllers are 60 bucks on Amazon right now instead of 90 So really? cop, cop that because the Pro Controller is a good controller. Oh, hot damn. That's what like made me stop playing Zelda. Really? Yeah, because I don't really like the, the dog face controller. Oh, uh, the Joy-Cons? Yeah, just give me a controller-ass controller. 
Yeah, I uh, I like the Joy Cons actually. I no, I like playing... them. I just if I'm gonna sit down for more than like an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want. You. Can I play Zelda with a GameCube controller? Uh, should be able to. Yeah. You gotta be fucking kidding me! In 2019, I can do that. Yeah, they what have a fucking um, time to be alive. At least you should. You can play it at the very least with a pro controller. You might. Mm, it might be to your benefit to not though. Why? Because uh, with the Pro Controller, it has the accelerometer in it. I don't need that shit. If you don't need that, then do I hate, whatever you want. That's what I... You know what? I was thinking about this while we are talking about Nintendo. I yeah. love Nintendo. The GameCube was my first console ever. But I hate that Nintendo's like, it's fun as long as we say it's fun. What do you mean? Like, the Wii came out. And the Wii was a glorified PS2 with motion controls. Uh... Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, graphics are everything, but we're at a point where, like, graphics... Differentiating factors are kind of, like, thin. Yeah, and, like, I remember how I said to you, I said to you on an episode a while back, I think weather is going to be the next big thing. Weather? Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the episode we talked about Red Dead. Yeah, weather is going is the next fucking big thing. It's the next thing that like they've learned how to make dynamic and they learned how to implement it to the game. Red Dead, if you wear if you don't wear enough clothing or wear too much clothing, it hurts your character. Same thing as with like uh, Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild. Wild does that, yeah. Right? So yeah. I really feel like that's gonna be like the next big thing. Great. But you know what the Switch doesn't have? What? Red Dead. Like it doesn't have these big triple A titles. Yeah. The Switch has Skyrim. It's kind of but like Skyrim this, uh... came out seven years ago. It's this walled garden of Nintendo kind of thing. Yeah, but, like, I get that Nintendo has has so much money they can buy and sell every company in a day and not even think about it. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, you don't want to be part of, like, the cool kids? Like, I don't want to say it like that, but, like, put Grand Theft Auto on the Switch. Have it where I can play Grand Theft Auto. I mean, LA Noir is on the Switch. That's not Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, but it's Rockstar. No, I know. But I'm saying, they're moving towards that because they see the money in it. Yeah, but that's another thing with an Nintendo. They're also like they're also trying to be a kid-friendly console. I get that, but why yeah. not appeal to everybody? Why appeal, like kids now? Like you stop being a kid nowadays at like eight. I mean, I see what you're saying, but like I don't really think I have a comeback. I think you're pretty right. Like things kind of just suck, and <sighs> there's so much exposure. Well, not not even. Well, what do you mean by exposure? Like w- between like social media and like traditional media, it's. It's hard to keep things. It's hard to shelter people. Not that you would want to. Hopefully, you are raising educated children. But no. But like with with the whole Nintendo thing, just like why are you going to try to make a kid friendly console? Like I was just on Amazon. I saw there's a, 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 a Echo Dot Kids Edition. Yeah. So what does that do? I just can't tell Amazon uh, to order Backdoor Sluts Nine on that version. Well. You can set uh, parental restrictions from your, like, main Alexa app on that one. So it's the same thing, but more money, and it's a kid-friendly one. Does that mean it's spill-proof? Oh, and- my, uh, mine, hold on, mine just, shut up, go away. <laughs> All right, it went away. I wonder how many people that happened to at home. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like when the Alexa, buy Xbox 39 one. tech decks. Sorry, go on. Uh, I'm wearing headphones, bye. No, I was going to do it to everybody at home. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Um... But yeah, like, you can set parental restrictions, like, oh, you can only access um, music services from Amazon, or, like, if you ask it to stream, it would only do Pandora, and it's not allowed to buy anything on my account. Like, that kind of stuff. All right. So, like, that's kind of cool, and it looks like it's, like, kind of 
like extra rugged. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that making a making a family friendly, kid friendly console is kind of kind of silly because I think if you want a family friendly console, buy a PlayStation because a PlayStation also plays Blu-rays. Yeah, I mean, Blu-rays is a big plus, even though like I don't buy discs anymore because I'm a a future child. Uh, I can see how it'd be really good for families that are movie buffs. I, I, I don't know. I, I love my little DVD collection. Oh yeah, I know you do. Like, I know that my movies that I actually care about owning, I own on either iTunes or Amazon. So, which it sucks, but like, whatever, like all my objects in my house can stream. I guess. I don't know. I just miss going to the fucking video store. Me too. We're back on that. I miss going to the video store. I don't think we said this before we were recording. I think we said, we're saying this before uh, we started recording. I used to love uh, going to the store. We had 48 hours. Some people had block, but there was a blockbuster, but it was way too far. Yeah. But there was oh a 48 hours, like three blocks from my house. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. We'd go all the time. We'd get like cotton candy and uh, and like a PS2 game. You used to get snacks from there? Yeah, there was a little snack counter. Really? Yeah. Every time I asked to get snacks, it was, no, we have food at home. And I was like, all right. I mean, same, but, like, whenever I had enough money to buy things myself, I would walk over and get some cotton candy. Because uh, no one would ever buy it for me whenever I went with a parent. I, I Just, like, that whole experience of going to to a place like that is amazing. It's just, like... And it's gone. It's dead. It's completely gone. It's not even, like, how record stores are coming back. That is completely go- like why you can't even buy a laptop that has a disk drive in it anymore. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And like when I first saw that, I was like, "That's stupid." What if I have DVDs I want to watch? And like someone looked at me and they're like, "How old are you?" Just Netflix. I'm like, "No." What if I don't have internet? And like that's a fair point. Like not everyone has a really reliable high speed internet. Connection. Not everybody has internet. Yeah. So if I buy a computer because I have to take it to and from work or something, or take it to and from school, and I don't have internet at home, but I have a bitch in DVD collection, at least I could watch DVDs on the bus. Like, at least I could watch yeah. DVDs before I go to bed. Yes, I definitely see what you mean. Like, I don't know, I have, like, 18 seasons of The Simpsons on DVD. I got, like, Which season... like... What? That's something to be proud of. I guess. I got a couple Blu-rays and shit. I have Avatar on Blu-ray? Holy shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the James Cameron one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Did you ever see District 9? I haven't. That's one that of those things that I sh- probably should have fucking seen. fucking amazing. I have it on Blu-ray. We should fucking watch it. We should. I have Annie Hall on Blu-ray. That is a movie. Yeah, I have the Simpsons That's movie on Blu-ray. Movie. Gamera. I got another monster movie that I can't see what it is from here. I think I have I Am Legend on Blu-ray. Oh, really? I think we so. We should watch that. We should. I don't know, man. I just... I just... Do you keep up with YouTube? Um... Like, popular YouTube, or just YouTube in general? Yeah. Not really. I do when I don't. I watch... I religiously watch only really one or two channels. Like who? Uh, the first one is Linus Tech Tips. Okay, I don't know who that is. Uh, basically the biggest, uh... Like, uh, tech... Uh, not reviewer, he doesn't really do... He does some reviews. Is it the black dude? No. Uh, he's a Canadian guy. But basically, he's, like, just, like, good and keeps up with the industry, so it just helps me stay informed about, like, new digital trends and stuff. Okay. Uh, I do that. Um, I like James Charles. Okay. Uh, and 
I, that's, that's really only it. Like, I watch things here and there. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I try to keep up with just popular stuff, just in general. Like, even, yeah. like, shitty music I try to keep up with just because it's it's popular. And you know me. I go through, like, I go through like phases where I'm really into shitty music. Yeah. But, like... Like, for that, that string of months, it was just Death Grips. What do you mean? Sh- that's not shit. I know. I love Death Grips. I don't know. I just had, like, a bunch of, uh... I, I try different. to just stay up with stuff. Yeah. And in my trying to stay up to date with stuff, I've just been watching a lot of, like, smaller YouTubes, YouTube channels. That's good. But, like, it's just, uh... I don't know, man. I was looking at all this, like, controversy with YouTube Rewind. Oh, I didn't watch it this year. I've never watched it once. Oh, really? I usually watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, I like just, I said earlier, I've been busy. No, yeah, which is fine, but like I never once watched it. I never had any urge to watch it, and like now it's the second most disliked video on the site. Really? Like it's their own creation is the second most disliked piece of like content that has come off the site. That's like insane, though. That I can just gain so much negative traction. Yeah, it's uh, Justin Bieber's baby with nine million dislikes. And yeah. YouTube Rewind for 2018 at uh, 800 and something million. Not 800 Jesus. million, I'm sorry. 8 million something. Yeah. like That's insane, though. But I just think it's so funny how it's like, it's a website about anybody could get on and put anything on it. And then you have Will Smith introing it. Why? That That seems like not the right choice. I feel like it should be someone that was like, an actual spokesperson for the platform. You should have whoever's the most subscribed person. Yeah. Or, oh, you know who the most subscribed person on YouTube is right now? Uh, I do not. It's it's a, it's a like Vivo for India. Oh. Which makes sense because there's yeah like 3 billion people in India. Yeah, there's a lot of people in India. And it's their version of, of Vivo called T-Series. And they're so big they just be PewDiePie. Whoa. With like 74 million people. That's a nation. Yeah. That's a small nation. PewDiePie has like 73, 74, 75. They're only like, they're constantly beating each other as last I checked. But like, why isn't he in it? And I know I think why he was in a previous one. He was in one of them. Yeah. As far as I know. But like, it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I keep up with it because we, ho- we, we put our own shit there. So, like... Yeah, of course, yeah. You so, gotta know the medium. Yeah, but it's just, like, I don't know, man. I just I just think that, like, YouTube used to be a place where I would go and watch shit and watch, like, when I was into anime, I'd watch, like, anime dubs, and now it's just, like, YouTube's a place where I go to get advertisements. Yeah, like, um, it's just kind of hard to, like, keep up with all the, like, really, like, good original content. There is between, none. Between, like... I mean, it's not that there's none. It's just harder to find. Who is making because original content? Hmm? Who's making original content? Uh, us. You're not wrong, but I meant more in the sense of, like, originally... Well, I am writing original shit. All the holotapes and shows. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna shut the fuck up, because I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> On to the next topic. But, like, you can find those, like, small creators here and there that you enjoy, like... Yeah, yeah. I know. I just think that, like, one of the biggest channels is, like, Game Grumps. And I watch Game Grumps because I've been watching them since, like, high school. And it's yeah, just one I, of those things. I'll pick, 
I'll go back to Game Grumps once in a while. Like, I'll pick a series that I've, I'm interested in and just watch their version of it. Like, I don't watch it every day. Oh, yeah. But it's just like a, it's, it's like a nice reminder to be like, oh, this is here. But so much content on YouTube is just review content. It's Which, like, that's... Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, like... No, there's not, but I'm saying it's, like, one of my favorite channels right now is Quentin Reviews. Can you guess what he does? He probably reviews things. Yeah, but, like, I like the way he does it. He does it very sincerely. That's good. I like someone that has an honest opinion about something. And, like, is Vsauce even uploading anymore? I don't know. I used to watch a lot of, uh... A lot of Vsauce. I don't know, man. I haven't followed. I haven't followed that. Yeah, I just like I. Uh, I, I like Linus because like who? Intel oh, will send him like guy. yeah. Sorry, Intel will send him like a multi thousand dollar processor, and he'll be like, "Eh, this is kind of ass." Really? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. He's got fucking integrity. Yeah, he's not just like this is great. Send me or like he'll more. have like he'll have like a six thousand dollar GPU and like drop it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so and that's like become like a channel meme of him dropping Why? expensive shit. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with that type of shit. Fucking being. He won't wasteful. drop it on purpose. Oh, oh, like he's just like he's, he's a klutz. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. No, because like there is a bunch of people that will buy like really expensive shit and then just be like, all right, let's destroy it. Why? But that's stupid. Why? Yeah. yeah. Shit costs money. Yeah. Do you want to talk about anything in particular to yourself? Do you want to do you want to update um, everybody on a cause on a, on a, on a, on a You know what? Let's update. I th- okay, actually, here. Yeah, okay. I do. Go on. Um, I recently submitted a form to Bethesda. Okay. And uh, that form said, "Please give me a bag." <laughs> did you really? Uh, yeah, I did do. Th- they, if it was being offered to me, I would be stupid not to take advantage of the opportunity. I put so, mine in. Yeah, I put mine in, but today I got an email back that was like, oh, your ticket has been addressed and you've been approved for your bag. So, like, I'm excited about that. Cool. I put I'm mine in. I never got a thing that. back. I mean, I'm sure they'll get to it. Yeah, if I don't hear anything in, like, another week, I'm going to call them. Can I call them? I mean, probably. I hate companies that you can't call them. Yeah. I just let me call you, even if it's even if I got to even if just the option to call you and I got to sit on hold for 30 minutes. But like the only issue with calling that really annoys me is that if their support centers are in different countries, then it's at weird hours. Oh, I just thought you were going to say like, you could understand them. No, like usually it's fine. But like uh, I know for my bank here in New York, mm-hmm. I there's an instant messaging service on their website and there's a calling thing. So if it's out of calling hours, you could just go onto their instant messenger and like someone will just like text you the thing that you need. That's the way it should be. Yeah. It's really, really convenient because if I'm like, Oh, I forgot uh, this and this and such of a login. Here's my proof that it's me. They'll be like, okay, we reset your password. So like, it's super freaking easy. I had to do that a couple times though. Cause I didn't think a check would, uh, We'll go through. Would work, but it go through, but it ended up uh, working fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's really, really convenient. I wish more places did stuff like that. I, I think. I don't know if you saw, it, but I, as of today, it's uh, twelve, twelve, eleven. Uh, make a make a wish. There <laughs> has been a. There's been another update to seventy six. Oh yeah, yeah. There were patch notes for today, and there's a lot of uh, decent stuff. There's a lot of shit, and it, like I'm, I'm trying to stay very. Um, 
I'm trying to stay very... Help me out here. I'm trying to stay very... Uh, uh, unbi- optimistic? Yeah, I'm trying to stay very optimistic and not biased in any direction. But, like, right now, I'm just kind of like, we gotta wait. Like, we have to wait. I haven't played. I've been kind of chilling out and, uh, and waiting yeah. on stuff. I've been but giving like, it a break. Play, like I said, I was playing Smash. I got a really good indie game called Slay the Spire that's fucking incredible. Yeah. So I've been finding any of my, my very little bits of free time... I've been finding has not been going to 76 because I know that there's more, there's fixes coming to it. Mm-hmm. So I can make better use of that time when it's better. I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting. Cause I saw some shit that looks good and I just wanted to make sure that it's great. And like I saw a post today that said no man's sky and elder scrolls online. And what have we been saying since the beginning? It'll get fixed and it'll be great. Yeah. We just have to wait. And it sucks that I bought a game and now I have to wait. But still... I mean, that's just the way this cookie's crumbling, so... Yeah. Might as well get a glass of milk. I, yeah, you're not wrong. I just... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. So, anything that you want to talk about? Honestly, I want to talk about fucking Keyforge more. Yeah, I don't know enough about it to even be able to hold a conversation. No, like I've been trying to keep myself completely cut off from it because I really want to p- get my first impression with you and special guest Kyle. Yeah. I just So like I'm like really really excited cuz you're really hyping it up but like I don't know anything about it. It's just like I have never played a board a card game that I've been into and I'm in I'm so into this and like it's so weird because it's like oh if I wanted to I could just uh hop on my PlayStation and play 76, but, like, I have to leave my house and go do things. And, like, that's great. Yeah. And I'm not, like, used like, to it I at all. <laughs> Is there miniatures with this, uh, with this oh, game? Oh, there's tokens and shit, but, I mean, it's... Uh, you could really... You could have miniatures for any game. True, true, true. You could have miniatures for a video game and just... You hang on to them. Why not? Yeah, like, uh, I'm really excited to find a use for the Fallout miniatures that came with the special edition. Oh, yeah. I really want to get that integrated into my Fallout D&D game, because I think it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. That's going to be a lot of fun. I, I was actually just going through mine. I'm so excited. Oh, actually, that's another thing that happened. I just finished the third season of my fantasy D&D game here. Oh, cool. What happened? And it's the... Uh, it was the final bit of this story. Like, I've officially closed the book on this world and this story, because I think it had a really good conclusion. And uh, I'm very... I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta give me more of a description than you're just happy. Like, wahahai, what happened? So, over the course of three years, my players have uh, have defeated evil on the home front. Mm-hmm. They've traveled to different dimensions, and uh, this time they stopped the entity of pure evil. And uh, one of my players ascended to replace a god that was uh, that was dying. Oh, okay. so how did you kill a god? He retired. He just went to like like God Florida. Yeah, he went to God Florida. He was <laughs> he was getting too old for this shit. Okay, and like it was just such a really like fucking good ending. Like it's hard to explain it without like giving like a billion years of context. But like if you've ever had like a multi year story that just like really stuck the landing. Like for anyone that's listened to the Adventure Zone. That's a multi-year story that really sticks the landing, and there's just a satisfaction of knowing that this story concluded in a very cohesive, strong way. Did anybody cry? I did. Did you really? Yeah, I shed a tear. Cool. 
Yeah. Did anybody else cry? Uh, no. Then they're ungrateful. No, they're not ungrateful. <laughs> it wasn't really a, a sad or particularly moving ending. It was very joyous and upbeat. Cool. So it wasn't really the the emotional stage to cry on. See, I think the best endings are sad ones. Really? Yeah, I, I think that they stick with you longer. Like, a happy ending is like, oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Like, I go into every movie I see going, this is going to end fine for the hero. And when it doesn't, I'm so much happier. Like, oh, I, guess, I guess that's good. My my ideal movie is, like, where... Okay, so you know, like, The Fault in Our Stars? I've never seen it, but I know that, like... The, I've never seen it or read it. But, like, you you know what happens. Yeah. Like, if anyone hasn't seen it or read it, spoiler alert, but, like, they both have cancer and then only one of them dies? Yeah. Like, my ideal of... movie is both of them are just gone. Like, that's such... Because <laughs> it's real. That's, that's so re- macabre. But it's so real. Like, it's so, like... In no fucking universe does he does the guy only die and she doesn't. Like, come the fuck on. Like Yeah. Like uh, like fuck, I don't want to ruin I Am Legend. But like Yeah, that's a good ass movie. But like you've seen it? Mm-hmm. Without me ruining anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, like That's a movie worth watching. It's like, not definitely go it's, watch it. What happens, the scene that everyone gets sad about isn't that sad. But it's realistic, so you can empathize. I don't. I don't know. I just don't think it's like it's. It's what you I would mean, do. Like it's not like I get it. It's sad, but it's not like sad because you do what you have to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. Oh no! I'm a very. I feel like I'm a very emotional person. I feel like you can get really attached easily. I think I'm emotional too. I just think like Annie yeah. Hall is the is the. Spoiler alert! I know you've seen it, but if anybody at oh, home yeah. hasn't seen it, no. No, it's not even a spoiler because he tells you the first two minutes of the movie. He's like, "Me and Annie broke up, and we don't know why." And I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why. My favorite thing about that movie is that he tells you that you get to see the entire relationship develop, and then it crumbles. Like, I mean, he told you. No, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I love that, and it's not like, "Oh, Annie and I broke up, and I don't know why." And then it's like two minutes later, or not two minutes later. It's like two hours later when the video, the movie's over. They're back together again. They're gone. They're done. Yeah. Like, I love that shit. That's a realistic story. It's not like, "Oh my god, I loved her. I loved her so much," and then like all of a sudden they're back together again. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you like a realistic story. I yeah, I just want like. And don't get me wrong. I, I like I like high fantasy though. Like I like the hero's journey and conquest and stuff. Like I think that's I, I love heroics. Okay, give me a movie that, that has that then. Um Lord of the Rings. See, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. You gotta, man. I, I have no interest. That's something that like I have to make you do, just for the fact that it's like a staple of like fantasy media. I, it's just a really good series, dude. I have the uncut versions of uh, of the final one. Really? Yeah, I think I have most of the uncut versions. I don't know. I just think that, like, I think it's the guy... Who's, like, the big actor from that? What's his name? All of them? No, like, Gandalf. Uh, oh, fuck. It's Sir something. I th- Sir Ian McGregor? I think. Isn't he a fighter? A fighter? Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I, I'm a big idiot. Hold on. It's, well, it's not important. It's not important. It's either it's either a guy in Lord of the Rings or it's a guy in uh, Harry Potter. They sat... Not sat down. They started filming one of those movies. Ian McKellen. Was it Ian McKellen? Yeah. All right. Let's say it's Ian McKellen, right? Yeah. I think there's a scene where, like, they wanted to film Lord of the Rings with a green screen and floating balls. 
and they were gonna like green screen the rest of it in and like he broke down on set and started crying and they're like what's wrong and he's like this is what this is what fucking this is what acting is now is me in front of a screen pretending like there's things there like what happened to two people having dialogue with each other I don't know. I'm very against green screen and this fucking new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, how he looks like a fucking Tommy Pickles with blue hair. <laughs> Jeez. I just... Like, why does that movie need to exist? I don't know. Who the fuck Whatever, is though. asking for for a Sonic movie? No one's asking for a Sonic movie, but you know what? We're getting one. But, like, no one's going to be I happy with it. will I get it out it. of the $5 bin at Walmart when there's too many of them? Probably. Son, nobody is going... No one's going to be happy with the movie. Oh, absolutely not. OG fans of the series will not uh, will not enjoy it because it's not an OG. It's not true to the original property. It doesn't follow a game. People who aren't into Sonic the Hedgehog are going to go see that movie and go, I don't fucking get it. Like, was it good? Was it not good? I don't know. I'm not into Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, yeah. On the other side, though, I think Detective Pikachu looks really good. I think it looks fucking stupid. I, I think it looks good. I don't, like, I think fucking Tommy Pickles ass Sonic the Hedgehog and Fuzzy Pikachu and fucking uh, Scaly Charizard don't look good. Like, I'm happy that they they got the guy who made the original human renditions of of the artwork to work on the project or whatever. Great. Good for him. Another young artist who's who's making that bread. But at the same time, like, did you ever see that Pokemon commercial from... I think it's for the Game Boy from, like, 96, where, like, Pikachu gets on a bus. Uh, I don't think I have. Look that up. And then there's, they did another one where they were advertising the Link Cable, where it's, like, Pokemon in real life, and it's taken, like, drawings from the show, right? Like, animated in real life? Yeah. That looks better than fucking fuzzy-ass Pikachu. And... I mean, I guess it's just a matter of taste. Well, I'm just... Okay. 2D animation will always look better than CG animation because CG animation is slowly starting to... Shit that came out 10 years ago is slowly starting to look terrible. But you know what still looks good? Snow White. Renders, yeah. Snow yeah. White looks great. Like, that came I out love the 30s. Animation. Like, I think it's great. Yeah, but just like... I don't know. Like When are we going to get this? That like not everything has to be CG. Like a Fallout yeah. movie. If there was a Fallout movie and they were like, hey, we're making it and it's going to come out and it's going to be this, 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 and that. Right? Let's just say it had nothing to do with any games, but it was set within the universe. Okay? Right. Okay. I would pick apart that movie fucking constantly. Yeah, you probably would never like it. Like, I would like it, but I wouldn't love it. Because... Because you'd you'd be picking it apart. Because I know who I am. And I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's going to be great, it's going to be great, I'm going to love it. I'm going to go into that movie going, I'm skeptical. And I'm going to walk out of it going, okay, they did they did it. I don't know what they did, but they did it. Like, I know I know who I am. I, I understand the products I enjoy. But I hate that, like, being being a fan of traditional 2D animation, I'm so, I'm so alienated. There's no 2D animation being made. Like, the last bastion of 2D animation was Newgrounds. No, no. The last, the last 2D animated film that was in the mainstream 2D animated film was uh, The Princess and the Frog. That was a good-ass film. I didn't see it. Oh, no? No, there was there was a reason I was watching something why it was the last one, and it was because Disney put that movie out when another movie that wasn't made by Disney, I think it was by Pixar, came out. Or not Pixar, it was um, 
Help me out here. Uh, uh, DreamWorks. Thank you. Came out and it was it was CG and the Princess and the Frog was 2D and Disney automatically thought, oh, it has something to do with the fact that it's CG versus 2D when no adult is going, no male adult is going to go see a movie called The Princess and the Frog. I mean, I, I did. Did but... you go with somebody? No, I mean, I, I saw the movie yeah. afterwards. I didn't go to the theater. Oh, I okay. don't really go to the theater that often. But, okay, but did you watch it by yourself? Uh, I don't remember. I think I watched it either with like my sister or like my if it was just like on TV. Exactly. It might have been it might have been with my my god children. Okay, so you watched it with either children or your sister. Yeah. You didn't see that on your own like, "Oh, I'm going to go see this." Not really, no. You know what I mean? Like I don't really watch movies alone. Really? Yeah, I uh I usually watch shows alone, but I don't watch movies alone. I like to watch it with the company of other people. That's just my personal preference. I don't know, man. I just don't like how everything's trying to go for my nostalgia. Everything's trying to go for a reboot. Nothing original's coming out, and anytime, like you know what, it's, you know what's coming out that I'm actually pretty excited for. What's that? The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds looks so. Is that good. what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, the Outer I'm, Worlds. I really want to play that. I'm incredibly excited for the Outer Worlds. Yeah, that looks really like, fucking good. That's the kind of thing that, like, I would probably pre-order. Yeah? Yeah. They had a... I forgot about this. They, I was watching something after the Game Awards when all the, like, shit came out. Uh, yeah. They had a press conference live stream thing a few years back. And it was Tim Kaine and somebody else going, All right, we got a couple questions from the community. Uh, we're gonna have uh, microtransactions. They went nope. All right, how about loot boxes? Nope. Okay, that's everything. <laughs> and they had people <laughs> waiting for this live stream for like two days. That's so funny. And it's just ah, I, I, and and the way the game looks is how like three in New Vegas's dialogue was, and yeah. I didn't realize I missed that as much as I did when I saw the picture. I was like. Oh, and then when I was watching that video today to do the research for the lore, yeah, I saw the the dialogue and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I have. I think been it's going to be great. I think it's going to really harken back to the feel of New Vegas. Yeah, while bringing us a new IP. Yeah, I'm. I'm and really I really am into it. that. And it's it's yeah. I'm very. Ex- I'm optimistic. I'm excited. I, I'll pre-order it. I don't. I don't buy a lot of new games and I think it comes out next year I don't think they have a date but it comes out next year it's a game that like I I know I'm going to invest in an exuberant amount of time in oh absolutely but I I'm a sucker for heists and for cowboys and I'm a sucker for space so give me space cowboys and you give me like a double whammy you're really a sucker for cowboys um I'm not so much cowboys but like I'm a sucker for old stuff and heists. Really? Like, I, fucking, I love a heist. I love a heist. What's so big about a heist with you? I just think it's so fucking, like, it's so fun. Like, you go through that, like, tactical planning, and then you get to the execution, and then something always goes wrong. Really? I think it's, like, such a cool mental exercise to, like, go through a heist. You'll probably love Red Dead when you finally play it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you, you didn't play the first one, right? I did not. Yeah, so you'll love it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I played the first one and I couldn't stand it. Makes sense, though. 
But I mean, I'm not I'm not here to bitch about that. We should do a Vince's half-ass review on that. Yeah, maybe at some point. But I also want to wait a little longer. I want to give it a second playthrough, to be honest. Yeah, just kind of like give it a once another once over, you know? Yeah. This time, try to have fun. What? What do you mean? It's not that I was not trying to have fun. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. No, that hurt. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Just don't do it. Okay. Do you know what else I'm not sorry for? What? The fact that we have our very good intro music, Feather Duster, by Shane Ivers. Shane Ivers. That dude, he makes some good music. If you want to find that good music, you can find it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. But I'm also interested in the host of this show. Um, where can we find the uh, our host, Vince? Me? You want to find? Yes, you. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at all capitals the underscore boogans. Again, that is the underscore boogans. One more time, all capitals at the underscore boogans. But I'm gonna slow our roll and go back a little bit. Where can we find the show? The show. You can find the show on Twitter at Atomic Radio Hour. Again, that's at. Atomic Radio Hour. One more time at Atomic Radio Hour on Twitter. But what about yourself, Declan? What if the fine folks at home want to get in touch with you? If they want to get in touch with me, you can find me on the Discord for one. That's linked in the description. But you can also find me on Twitter. That's at Declan underscore BN. Once more, Declan underscore BN. And a third time, Declan underscore BN. Now, uh, you 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 alluded to it real quick right there, but we do have a Discord. Uh, you should join the Discord. The Discord is great. We're always in there. We're always talking. Actually, as we started recording this, somebody new joined. So there's always someone to and someone's messaging me. It's uh it's Noah. Shout out to you. Uh, there's always somebody joining. There's always somebody talking. Like I just said, there's always some sort of discussion going on. Uh, I, join join us, please. The description yeah. is in the bottom. Uh, description below. Peace, John Cream. And hey, everybody, check this out. As a, as a bonus Christmas present, Declan and I are going to make our foray onto Twitch. I have no clue how Twitch works. I'm not sure how any how I can how how, how any of it does anything. But we are going to stream a game from start to finish on the 22nd of December, sometime after. Let's say like eight o'clock. Like let's start at like eight o'clock. Eight o'clock in the PM? In the pajamas. Uh, I think we should probably start a little bit earlier. Yeah? Yeah. We'll be uh we'll be updating our Twitter about when we plan on starting our stream, but we are going to be playing Fallout One. Oh, we're telling them? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. I thought we were gonna keep it a surprise. Oh, I thought we were telling oh, them. Oh, let's tell them. Yeah, we're gonna fucking play Fallout One and beat it with you guys. Yeah. So if you guys have played it before, let us know. Join the, the, the Twitch stream. You can tell us, like, hey, do this, do that. Uh, we're going to try to figure it out. You can beat Fallout 1 in, like, minutes. I know that. But I think it'll be but fun. we're going to have fun instead. Yeah, no, no, I know, <laughs> I know. But I think it'll be fun to, like, sit around and make a character and do X, Y, and Z. So uh, December 22nd is a Saturday. We'll figure out a, a time. We'll figure out exactly where uh the the link to our twitch will be will be in the description and we'll be posting about it on twitter which again you can find us on twitter at atomic radio hour um 
but yeah, we'll get more into that as as it gets closer. We really don't have that much time to it, do we? No, we don't. That's next no, week. No, we don't. There will actually be an episode that comes out that day. So you know, next time you hear about it from us directly will be then. So anything else you have to you have to say, Mister Sir? Uh, no, I do not. I, I think that's just about everything. Awesome. Cool. You want to? And I want to tell everyone at home to please enjoy our wonderful original content. You can start hearing that playback now. 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 Medical log of Dr. Stein. Today, I was given a task from the boss. It's going to be an undertaking, but I have faith in my abilities. I already have one of the blood samples from our companion, Kroger, the Supermoon. Now I just need to analyze it and gather the other blood samples from our companions. Hopefully in time, I shall create life and it shall be glorious. Atomic Radio Hour.